You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Oh my God, it was so freaking humid. Oh, that sounds like a weather report. Yes, it does, folks, and that's what it is. Here we are with Geekiest Show Ever, episode 229, and Mike is always just perfectly on time and on on the ball. How about it, Michael? Uh, I don't... I don't like sports. I don't know about this being on the ball stuff, but okay. I'm uh, uh, Johnny on the spot. There we go. Well, if you, I have some spot remover if you need it. <laughs> I know a guy named Johnny. I always want to put a spot in the floor and then have him stand on it. and Just so I can say he's Johnny on the spot. I think he would appreciate the humor of that. Or tell me to shut up, one of the two. Or around in my business, we say Johnny on the pot. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Yes, and the other the other voice that you hear wafting through the background, who has suddenly learned to, that she can now send fireworks and confetti and everything else on her phone, is the lovely Elisa. She's back with us, folks. Hey, Elisa, how you doing today? Everything is great. How about you guys? Hanging in there. The weather has gotten lovely for you. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, here it's been like 63 today, which is fine. I don't, well, I guess right now it says 53 according to this. Um, but the problem today, the wind has been blowing like crazy. Uh, so even though the temperature isn't too bad, that wind just kind of uh, chills right through a person. So it's, it was unacceptable. And I know it's going to get worse. I'm not really complaining. But it did. It's a wake up call. You know, fall is here because uh, fall officially started what the 22nd. So. Um, yeah, I know winter's coming. I try not to think about it. It's horribly depressing. Mm-hmm. Rub it in, Kevin. <laughs> yes, it's, it's glorious. Uh, 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 it's yeah. I, you're number one with me too, Mike. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but uh, well, it's uh, currently it's 57 here, but the AC's still going. I have the AC running just in case. And Are you freaking kidding? No. <laughs> we, we closed our windows. We're sitting here shivering. No, AC is running, ceiling fans are still going. Oh, my God. Everything's going. Well, it was, what was it, 60, 68 yesterday morning. I went outside in barefoot, T-shirt, shorts, stretched out on the deck. You know, I was, like, sort of comfortable for the first time in months, drinking a cup of coffee, watching, I don't know what I was watching, can't remember. Oh, I was watching iOS Today, I think. I don't remember what I was watching, but I was just... I was hot. Then the sun came out. It started to get warm. And I ran inside. <laughs> We're on frost advisory. <gasps> oh, you lucky person! <laughs> Kills the bugs, and then I don't have to worry about well. them damn things bothering me too. I mean, yesterday well, I was in Florida, where I it was like two thousand percent humidity. <laughs> Seriously, it was just I couldn't I couldn't breathe. It was so humid. I felt like Aquaman. Yeah, it, it, the the one and only time I've been to Florida, I walked outside and I went, "Why did I shower?" And this was like in May of May of the year. Like, Jesus, not supposed to be this freaking hot. Well, the the thing was, I went down to visit my aunt, who's a widow, just to help her out. You know, drive her some places. She doesn't have a car, doesn't drive, and she had the air conditioning on seventy six. That's the heat. I'm there dripping saying, you've got to put the air conditioning on. And she'd say, it is on, it is on. I'm like, then why am I sweating? She would turn it on a little, she'd lower the temperature a little bit. I'm still dying. She put on a fleece and she's going, I'm freezing, I'm freezing. And then she'd call her friends on the phone. My niece is here, I'm freezing. 
she's got the air conditioning on so high. I'm freezing. I'm like, are you kidding me? You don't open a window, which you can't really do because then it makes it warmer. Yeah. But she would keep it on in the 70s. It was so hot in that apartment. Well, and now, she's shivering. Well, now, my AC set to, we, we had to come to a compromise. It's set around 72 to 73, depending on the day. That's where it is. But that's as low as I can take it without everybody yelling at me. So that's where I keep, but then I keep the ceiling fans running, you know, to help cool, help cool me down. But I have, I know of two people who live in Florida. And one guy I worked with a couple of years ago, he said, oh my God, it's so cold in here. And it was like 76 in the office that day. I said, well, what do you keep, Bill, what do you keep the thermostats? At? He said, oh, we never turn it below 80. I went, 80? Why do you even bother turning on the freaking air conditioning? Really? That's. He said, he said, yeah, up in the bedrooms, we keep it at 80, and then we only have to have one blanket on. I went, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm oh. laying in bed with the ceiling fan going as fast as it will go, <laughs> just so I could get some air when I was sleeping. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, yeah, I die when it gets much above 73. I can't sleep, and, you know, my wife's got on sweatpants and a sweatshirt. She's got a blanket and the bed spread over, and I'm laying and going, ah, ah, I'm sweating. <laughs> Exactly. I was like, come on. So, yeah, and the kids are all hollering, you know, that it's, well, except my son. He's pretty good about it. He's, he's, he's like dad. He, he likes the cool weather. He says he has natural insulation because, you know, he's a teenage boy and he's hairy as hell. So, <laughs> <laughs> mm. he, he says, I have built in, I have a built in coat and heating system. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's going to be, it's 57 here right now, as I said, and it's going to be low 70s. Low to mid seventies all week this week, so it's it's coming. I'm feeling I'm starting to feel some relief. So you may want to come up here. According to our forecast, it's supposed to be like uh, probably in the sixties most of this week. Well, that doesn't sound bad. That sounds actually pretty nice. That's still shorts that's the, weather. Yeah, it's well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, it's never shorts weather for me because somebody's always telling me to cover up those damn legs. But. Um, <laughs> You know, the problem with South Dakota here is where it's it's windy. I mean, that's why we have wind generators in this state. And so, uh, sixty with wind gets a little uncomfortable. Gets a little nipply. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one, Elisa? Oh, that was good. I'll give it to you. Yeah, that's uh, that one. I actually got from my lovely wife. She said, "Ooh, it's nipply out here." <laughs> so yeah, but uh, so that's the weather report this week. I wanted to uh, follow up with something from last week, folks. Uh, I mentioned that I'm back on the subscription box bandwagon with uh, Arcade Block. Uh, I actually was giving uh, some discount codes. I believe they're uh, 10% off. for. Uh, I've got two discount codes left. So if somebody's interested in one and wants a discount code, uh, hit me up on Twitter. They're good until October 20th, if I remember right. I don't have the email right here in front of me. So if somebody's interested in the discount code to get a subscription to um, uh, Nerd Block or Arcade Block like I have or any of the others, just hit me up and I'll be happy to share the codes with you guys. Uh, give a little bit back to the listeners. I mean, after we put you through what we put you through listening to us, I might as well share something back. So, And I got notice that my next Arcade Block has shipped. So I should have it towards the middle end of this week. So yeah, baby. Looking forward to that. More geek crap that I don't need but love. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, yeah, welcome to my world, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, this is, you know, again, it's like little stuff. It's, you know, it's kind of like my keychain thing here that uh, Mark hated so much. My little Pac-Man keychain. Oh, the Pac-Man. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that annoyed the hell out of Mark. So that's just for Mark right there. <laughs> so. Well, and I um, I wanted to get my own, and I, I don't maybe I still. The, the school has this thing called Books for Fun. So they have, uh, they sell stuff uh, to the teachers or whatever. Little, uh things and books and all kinds of things and there was one on there look i had to pick it up because it looked like a pipe well you know that's uh, you know like a smoking pipe well you know that's taboo now uh so i picked it up and looked at it and it said i couldn't tell if it said no or if it said on so i kept finally i looked at it and i found the button on there and it'll go <laughs> no uh it's got several settings it'll say like no 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 you know so it's got different so maybe i'll just have to bring that on here sometime and no, 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 no. No! 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 For the last time, no. That sounds like it, but that doesn't look like it. See, you got the no button. This this was like round. It's a lot of good to salute the viewers. It was like round on the top, but kind of came down like a, a horn or something like that. So, um, and maybe it was supposed to be a, a no horn or something. I just want to carry that around like uh, during while I work and say, hey, Mike, can you dump the garbage? No. <laughs> it just sounds like talking to your kids. Yeah. yeah. Mom, can I? No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, a button you can just press and just, you know. Well, my kids accuse us of, they say, my wife has eyes in the back of her head, and they say, I know everything that goes on that they'd ever do on the Internet. I said, so what's the problem here, folks? I see <laughs> nothing wrong with what we're talking about. They're like, you're overprotective. I went, yeah, well, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> there was a point in time I actually had my convi- uh, my kids convinced I did have uh, eyes in the back of my head. Um, I was like, napping in front of my computer, I think, and so it had gone to sleep, so the screen was blank. So it was sort of reflective. So I was just able to kind of look up and see what they were doing back there. And I said, you know, quit doing that. They kind of went, what? Who? You know, uh, of course, you know, they were younger. Now they, they know better. But Oh, the things I used to do to my oldest daughter when she was younger, like like the carpet frog thing. Have I ever mentioned the carpet frog thing before? I'd be, uh-huh. I'd, I used to, well, I still have the chair, but it's downstairs now. I have a big wooden Windsor chair that I like to sit in that's comfortable because it keeps my back nice and straight and very comfortable chair to sit in and watch television at times. And But it was sitting upstairs and it was sitting on a wooden floor. Well, I'd roll over to... To, to fart and of course it would vibrate the chair and vibrate the floor and she'd look at me and go what's that daddy i said it's a carpet frog honey it's under the carpet or under the furniture and poor little thing she's running around looking under the carpet and under the furniture mommy there's frogs in here mommy mommy daddy says frogs. my wife would stop it stop it. and i'd do it again she'd say another frog and for That's our new bad. podcast for our new podcast, we will have ways that parents have tormented their children. This weekend, tormenting your children. <laughs> so yeah, the yeah, other stuff we yeah, I'm not proud of it, but hey, it happened. I had I had crap like that done to me when I was little, so I figured I might as well just you know pass it down the line. So well, I I could always tell you what uh, my brother did to me because uh, he's a. Uh, but uh, well, he was about twenty years older than me, so I was staying with him, uh, him and his uh, wife, while my mom had some surgery done. So I stayed with him, and so when she came back, I I showed her the new trick that uh, my brother had taught me. So I lifted up my shirt, pointed at my uh, belly button, and said, "Hey, mom, look, my asshole." Oh, I think your mom. Your mom. I think mom. 
Yeah, I think she had words for my brother. So, yeah, there was uh, there were a couple instances. Again, I was the on one side of the family. I was the youngest cousin by like eight years. They were the, they were from eight to as much as twenty years or seventeen years older now, and they'd always do stuff like that to me. And then I'd go home, especially when I used to go stay with my aunt and uncle, and, and their kids would do stuff like that. Like I had a cousin, my cousin Carol said, "Now you're eating Jello wrong, Kevin. When you put it in your mouth, swish it around, then squirt it out between your teeth." <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, you know, that kind of stuff would that would happen. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it you know, it's something you have to pass down generation to generation. It's it's like the ancient paintings on the wall, or the the Native Americans and their storytelling, and and you know things like that. We're passing down our crude humor to, <laughs> to the next generation. So, that's just, yeah, that's the way it goes, folks. It happens. So, but yeah, I, uh, back to what I was saying. If anybody needs the uh, the discount codes, hit me up and I'll uh, share them as, as long as they last. That's all I can say. Um, what, uh, something that came up interesting this week was I decided to buy a new piece of tech gear to make me sound much more lovely or make me much more acoustically correct on the podcast. You got a pillow, you got a pillow to put over your face? <laughs> no, my wife will do that later when I go to lay in bed. <laughs> we don't want to hear that. TMI. Now, she puts the pillow over my nothing, head, holds it down until I force her off. <laughs> not Nothing to testify to in court. Don't uh, want that. Right. No. no, I decided, uh, for whatever reason, I thought I needed a pop filter. So I don't, Lisa, you might not even be able to see it, but it's right, right here, this little black ring that's just barely showing above my camera. Mm-hmm. Um, because I thought last, when I was editing last week's show, I thought I heard a little bit of popping on my behalf. So I thought, well, let's clean that up and pop filter. And I'd, I'd been thinking about getting one for a long time. It was relatively cheap. It was like $19 on Amazon. Uh, I'll try to remember to put the link in the show notes. It's a... Knox audio and it's made specifically for the blue yeti which is the microphone i use so hopefully you'll you'll notice a little difference uh, if i notice a difference that's the, that's going to be the biggest point because to me it sounded awful last week i don't know why but and it got better as the show went on so i'm not sure what the hell i was doing but anyway that's I, i've got a new pop filter so i don't pop my peas or piss my pants or whatever it is you know that it helps with all these sorts of things so let me know, folks, if you think it sounds any better. But uh, that's a big that's uh, that's where I am. So I think yeah, I've got one on my Amazon list too, but it's fifteen dollars. It's called a Dragon Pad. Yeah, scroll down a little further, you'll see the Knox uh, K N O X. It's like no, this four. was on my list. Oh, on your uh, list. Oh, okay. It's I'm just not sure how to put it on though. It's oh okay, it's a swivel mount gooseneck holder. Yeah, I mean, I look specifically for something that worked with the Blue Yeti. Uh, and mine's kind of set up like Mike's. Is this this is clamped to the base of my microphone that has a flexible neck that comes around and it's in front of the mic then. Yeah, see, mine here, it's got a, yeah, a flexible arm. And I've got a, a swing arm mount for my microphone here. So when I'm done, I can just swing it out of my way. I like to keep it close to my uh, uh, a mouth here. So that uh, you, yeah, you guys got yours further away. I got mine close. Uh, I think I was listening oh. to the Matt Geek Yab once, and well, you're not too far away. I mean, mine is like literally about six to eight inches from my mouth. Um, 
but they said that you know bring your microphone closer and then just talk into it and so I hey those guys know what they're doing so I'll I'll listen to them so well, well, this is a blue snowball. Yeah. Well, the only reason I don't have my mic any closer is because I tend to be a mouth breather sometimes, and nobody wants to. You know, we don't. What, are you, what are you wearing? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh Lord, Mike. Mike's, um, Mike's seen too much, too many times. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, my and my problem is I I kind of got this pop filter. I don't know if it helps with the popping too much, but like I was telling Kevin before we started, um, I got a, a denture in here, and so sometimes when I'm talking, uh, if I'm watching myself, I'm okay. But every once in a while, uh, I may whistle whistle a little bit, um, and so hopefully it'll kind of help cut that down a little bit too. So yeah, no, we're we're doing it all for you, folks. I mean, we're expending our cash to make the audio quality the greatest it can be. Because let's let's be honest, folks. The actual quality of what we're putting out here, <laughs> eh, you know, <laughs> it's a bit iffy. So with Elisa back this week, though, we wanted to talk, and since we've all had a chance now to spend some quality one-on-one time with iOS 10, we wanted to put it out there and see how everybody's doing. Uh, as as we mentioned at the top of the show, we taught Elisa how to send. Uh, Got her figured out so she could send confetti and fireworks and and freaking lasers, man. So she can, <laughs> so she can do that on her phone now. So we've got her at. So I, what I want to do is hear how what her impressions are of iOS ten. Well, as far as that confetti and laser stuff goes, turn off reduce motion. That's what the problem was. I had read somewhere that you needed to have a six S or above to do that. You had to have Touch ID. I'm not Touch ID, the, the 3D Touch. But it's reduce motion in uh, settings, general, accessibility, reduce motion. Make sure that's off, and then you can receive those things. Um, I don't have a problem with uh, um, iOS 10, except it is eating battery something wicked. When I, came t- when I got on Skype, what, just before 9 o'clock? Yeah. It was at 80%. I don't know if you can see this. It's now at 46%. Holy shit. And all we did was send a couple of messages. I'm just watching this drop, drop, drop. Now, I do think at the same time there's something wrong with the calibration with the battery. Because quite often when it drops like this, when I plug it in, it will jump up to, say, 55. Well, you know, now I was at 19% when we started. I'm down to 13%. So, I mean, I'm seeing drops, but not nothing like what you're seeing. Oh, yeah. it's It's crazy. I'm, I'm, I've already charged this twice today. That's ridiculous. And I haven't used it. I really haven't used it that much. When's your new phone come? It's due Tuesday, but I'm not picking up till I get back from vacation. Because I'm just not going to have the time to do my backups and get it set up and get it, you know, I, I'm just not going to have the time. Because next Tuesday, or next Sunday, I'm out of here again. Right. So... I figure I, I told them to hold it, and when I get back on Monday, then I'll I'll pick it up. And that now way what, I'll have time. And now remind me what you got. You got a 7 Plus, I know. Nope. No, 7. Oh, I thought you got a 7 Plus. No, I never get the bigger phones. They're too no. big. I got a 7, 128 gig silver, and I'm kind of regretting that. Why? Because I don't think I'm, I'm going to like the white bezel. See, that's my thing. I'm not a white bezel person. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll I see. am. Um, yeah, if I was going to get it, I'd get the jet black. 
Um, I at one point this early this week, I had myself talked into trying to convince my wife that I needed a seven plus, uh, you know, in the jet black, one hundred twenty eight gig, which is what seven or eight sixty nine, I think for that phone. I had I had myself convinced that I needed to convince her of it, and then as more as time went on, I went. I'm not so convinced I want to spend $870 for a phone right now. <laughs> well, the only reason why I did it, because I had no intention, and Vicky and I talked about this on Three Geeky Ladies. Neither one of us were going to do it. But then everyone's got the trade-ins. So if I had gotten a, well, they don't have a 64 anymore. They have a 32. So if I had just turned this in for a 32 gig, free. But because I'm getting 128, it's $100. But there is a catch. I can't just hand them $100 like I wanted to. They charged me the tax, which is what they always do. And I have to pay the $100 out over the course of two years. So that way I'm committed to staying with them. Because if I had paid them 100 the phone be paid and I could go elsewhere if I wanted to. Oh. So this way they've got me for two years. So what they'll do is they'll bill me. I don't remember how much it was. What you said, $849? They'll bill me, say... $35, let's say. Mm-hmm. They'll bill me that and then they'll credit me 31 because it ends up being like four bucks a month. Okay. That kind of, so I'm, I, it, yeah, something like $4 a month is what I'll be paying over the course of the next two years. Well, that's not bad. I'm actually considering doing Gazelle and getting a 6S plus 128 gig. Because at first I'm thinking, after I did it, I'm like, did I make a mistake? Because this is the first time I've ever given up my phone. I've either kept it or I've passed it down to my husband. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, did I make a mistake? But then I thought about it. It's like they gave me pretty much full value of a new phone. For you know, They gave it to me. There's no way that if I sold this phone that I would get $700 for it. Yeah, that's true. So I figure this way... If um, my husband needs a new phone in the course of the next two years, which he probably will because he's got my old 5S, which is three years old, then we'll either get him a 6S or we'll just get him the 7 and pay it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's not as much into it as you are. And he really, because you took, he, he what did he jump from to get to the 5S, like a 3 The, the 3GS, <laughs> which I, I, that one I paid a penny for. Because I had upgraded to the 4S at the Apple Store, and they said, you can get a 3GS for a penny. I'm just like, that's it. Husband, you're getting off the razor. You're getting the 3GS. <laughs> and the only reason why he's not using the 3GS to this day is because his fantasy football did not work. <laughs> and he needed a better phone. I'm like, well, that's my excuse to get a 6. And I gave him my 5S that I had just bought like 10 months earlier, and then I had the 6. So I've had the 6 for two years now. Yeah, I've had my 6 Plus for, it'll be two years, November, I think? Yeah, I yeah, had it back, when I ordered the phone, I had to pay off the two months that I still owed on it. Yeah, no, I've had that, but I, but like I said, I think I want, because I want more storage, is really because this is only a 16 gig phone, so I want more storage, and I've been looking at the prices on uh, Gazelle, and for $549, about 550 bucks. I think it was I could get an, an excellent condition, 128 gig, uh, 6S plus. So I'm going, you know, that seems like a more reasonable expenditure to me because I've caught Mike's frugality in that sense. Where, <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
Well, and the thing is, because uh, you guys both have uh, carrier or contracts with your carrier, right? No, no. I'm on non, I'm on no contract. Okay, yeah, so am I. So basically, I have to buy my phone. I don't. Um, I can't. You know, just uh, I because I go through Straight Talk, so you just buy their plan every month, which is not bad. It's forty five dollars for like five gigs of data on your phone and your texts. So I don't think that's too bad. But I mean, the you know, the downside is you have to go out and buy your phone. But um, and I don't know. I was staying quiet here because it'll kind of screw up the podcast. But because uh, my pick for what we would buy uh, was or uh, is the uh, uh, 6S plus 128 gig. It's like a buck under what you know you would set for a price limit. But you know it's the things that we would buy if we had that money. And so I'm kind of looking at that, going, well, okay. But Apple does offer financing, so you know that would make it easier to do. Um, but you know the thing, and I don't know. I, hopefully somebody has a, a tutorial out there on how do you. When you own your own phone like that, how do you uh, switch from one carrier to the other? Do you have to transfer the SIM over, or do you just... Um, depends on the carriers you're changing between. Right. Um, I heard something, if I remember this correctly, you can go from AT&T to Verizon, but not Verizon to AT&T? Well, if you have an unlocked phone, it doesn't make any difference either way. Right. And basically, Straight Talk, I think, operates through um, the Verizon network. And I forget which is, are they CDMA or are they... Ver- yeah, Verizon, CDMA, mm-hmm. Verizon and Sprint are CDMA, and, uh, right. and this is only in the United States, folks, so apologies right. to the international listeners. And then T-Mobile and AT&T are GSM. GSM. But isn't Straight yeah. Talk um, one of the downsides of get of using that is that you don't have the coverage like if you're someone who travels a lot you're you don't have the coverage no it's it's not an, too bad they're, they're an nvno and they're you know right. any place you have uh any place you'd have verizon service you'll have their service now right. it's, it's the international stuff is where you with right. nvnos is where you start to lose out is my understanding but i mean if you're traveling inside the united states right doesn't make any right. difference because my my uh, track phone, I travel all over the place and it gets it's fine. I'm on the track phone network. Yeah, now you know, like there are certain parts in South Dakota because we are flyover country out here where they just don't have the towers because there's probably more you know uh, ground or uh, uh, prairie dogs than there are people out here. Uh, so they just don't have the cell coverage out here. But there's a few places where I've run into dead spots, but that's not too bad and. Really, out here we have where we live. We have two choices: either AT and T or Verizon. Sprint hasn't gotten there; uh, it doesn't have good coverage out here because Sprint uh, it uh, was originally part of. I think we discussed this before. It was originally uh, owned by um, one of the railroad companies. Um, yeah, I know. and yeah, uh, and so they have the right-of-ways along all the uh, interstates and the railroad lines. And so basically that's where they set their towers up. So over in Watertown, which is 30 miles away, Sprint has coverage, but it doesn't reach out here. So like I say, we are kind of limited to uh, what we can get for phones out here if we want coverage. So um, so um, Sprint and um, uh, the other, the fourth one. T-Mobile. Um, d- 
T-Mobile, yeah. I mean, I'd like because it looks like they have some good plans, but we just don't have the coverage. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it can be tricky. The biggest problem I have around here is I just have dead spots. Um, usually, it's what we call the um, shadow of the mountain. As I cross the mountain at different places, I'll drop into a like a dull spot, um, like right at the base of the mountain on the east side of the mountains. I'll hit the base, and I got no cell coverage at all. And then as I drop over on the west side, on my side of the mountains here, there's a uh, about a three-quarters of a, well, actually, no, it's more like a mile and a half stretch where service is really iffy. And when you get right down to the bottom where I cross the uh, river, then it's really iffy. I mean, if you're standing still, it's okay, but if you're driving, forget it. So, because a couple of times, I think, Elisa, in one of our text conversations when I was driving home, I got your text as I crossed the mountain, and I mm. couldn't reply to you. <laughs> Until I cleared the river and was on the other side of the river. So it was just weird. Well, we have a problem here in New York. We have a highway called the Northway, and that brings you up to Montreal. Montreal? That brings you right up to to Canada, and then you can just go straight. You continue on whatever they call their side of the road up to Montreal. Well, if you get past a little bit north of Lake George, Lake George is a very popular tourist site um a lot of canadians come down a lot of people go to lake george you're fine once you get a little bit past that and you start driving up toward plattsburgh which is a big college community and then up to montreal no cell coverage and a number of years ago an elderly couple died because they got into i think they got into a car accident they couldn't call anybody they had no cell coverage they had a cell phone they couldn't call 911 they couldn't call anyone and they ended up freezing to death if yeah. they just had cell coverage up there, they probably would have been alive. Yeah, you go west of where I'm at and get up into uh, uh, the parts of West Virginia and stuff. If you look at the map, and it doesn't matter what the carrier are, there's just huge spots where there's no coverage. I mean, just gigantic spots where there's no coverage. And it's there's not that there's a lack of people. It's just, you know, the, te- the cell towers can only do so much when you're in amongst the mountains like that and like when we go to tennessee um it can be spotty too as you go up and down through the uh the valleys and stuff there it's you know it's not perfect folks i mean it is radio transmission it's not it's not like it's a satellite phone where you're linking up to the satellites to send out your signal your your radio transmissions here well in our case though the reason why there's no coverage is because the tree huggers don't want the cell towers, even though whoever's in charge of it said they would dress them like a tree to make them blend in better with the scenery. And most people I've talked to feel that having a little bit of an ugly tree is more important to have the coverage than letting people die. Yeah. Yeah, it's, let's see around here, what, what we have too is a lot, we have a lot of elevated water tank storage or water towers, um, and a lot of those uh, are all covered with cell antennas, and it cuts down on the number of actual cell towers you have to put up. Now, if you get on Interstate 81, which I travel frequently, you can see the towers up and down the interstate, and a lot of those are sprint towers, by the way, Mike. Uh, because right. they're a, that they had the right of ways there. It's not an old railroad right of way. It's just they had some right of way there. Um, so I mean, cell service is great up and down the interstate right there. It's, it's beautiful. But um, but yeah, you get uh, the water towers around here and all that. I mean, they just look like pin cushions. 
they're covered in, in, in antennas and stuff, whether they're for sale or if they're for, uh, you know, emergency services, radios, or you name it. So, yeah, we don't, the tree huggers haven't been too bad. I mean, I've, I've bumped into that a couple times. Go, people, you want services or you want trees? We can blend the two together in a somewhat good-looking fashion. Or, as Lisa says, you can die on the side of the road because there's no service. And see, we don't have that problem out here because anything that'll break up the flatness, I think most people want. And you can spot a cell tower around here from miles away, uh, especially because uh, depending upon the height, they have to add a little red blinking light on top. So you can see those things because you don't want airplanes crashing into them. Um, so that's not a problem out here. Getting, you know, and like I say, you get out further west, western South Dakota, between like Pier and the Black Hills out there, it does get a little iffy. There's been times when we were traveling out there that, yeah, um, Certainly no data, and uh, your uh, cell phone coverage may be down to one bar, maybe. And I realize that's not a definitive, it's not like a meter or anything, it's just an estimation. But still, you get down there, and then it's like, eh, no coverage. And so, yeah, there's places out there. Um, and like I say, out here, especially uh, South Dakota winters can be vicious, and we haven't had anybody freeze to death in a while, I don't believe. Uh, but, you know, it, it is important to have, or, you know, you get stranded alongside the road or something like that. It is important to have good coverage, but we do okay out here. Well, two of my kids went to college in northern New York, two different places. No cell coverage. I was a wreck when they would be going to and from school. When they would come home for visiting and I, you know, for college and I would say like, make sure. And of course I'd say, text me when you get, you know, because they had coverage at college and like, text me when you get there. And then I'd know it would take like, you know, two and a half hours to get to one, four hours to get to the other. I wouldn't hear anything. I wouldn't hear anything. I'd finally call them. Oh yeah, I forgot. Like (laughs) mom is home, a nervous wreck, making sure that you got home, you can go back to school. Okay. In the dead of winter, send me a text here. That's all I need here. I tell you what, I'll start sending you a text every morning when I get to work so you'll know I'm there. Thank you. I was trying to figure a way to ask you if you would do that, but I didn't want to seem overbearing. I, I give you a call at like uh, 5.30 in the morning when I get up to go to work, uh, or 4.30 is actually when I get up. Yeah, I get up about 4.30, 20 minutes to 5. I'm on Do Not Disturb, so I'll, I'll be waiting for me when I get up. I could send you okay, fireworks you every morning, Elise. <laughs> She get up, she we can, goes, have, we she can goes, have fireworks in the morning. She goes, son of a bitch. <laughs> Kevin and I have fireworks in the morning. Uh, oh, <laughs> I just caught on to that one. <laughs> Mike's covering his eyes, folks. <laughs> He's too young see, see no evil. conversation. <laughs> He's older than I am. Yeah. So, oh. But, oh, God, I'm, and I'm the oldest. No, no, we've already established Despite what you say, we're, you're, you and you and Melissa are the youngest. Okay. We took a vote on you're, that. You're the wisest. Yeah. That's true. We took a vote on that, and, and you and Melissa are both the, the youngest in the, on the podcast. So. Melissa definitely is the youngest. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, so for iOS 10, we've strayed all the way around. I'm still getting used to it. I did, uh, there were two reasons. I was about to upgrade my iPad. Uh, my iPad Air 2 to iOS 10, and I said, nope, and I stopped. And I originally stopped because of the swipe to unlock thing, because I'm still trying to get used to that, folks. I'm getting there. I'm getting better, 
and I'm, I'm getting used to it. I'm getting my rhythm down and, and, you know, and all that sort of thing. Um, and that was the original reason I stopped. But then I also discovered the other, I guess it was Friday night or Thursday night. I discovered that Xfinity's remote app that they updated for the, uh, iOS 10 doesn't freaking work. It doesn't show all my channels. I can't, and I can't scroll. It doesn't even match half, uh, two thirds of it doesn't even match the channel selection I have. So it's like, you know, because that was a handy feature. If I'm sitting at work and go, oh shit, did I DVR, you know, XYZ show? That's okay. If I didn't, I could just call it up, say DVR that, and it would transfer it, and my DVR would do it. But now the damn app, the channels don't match. It doesn't match my lineup. It's like it doesn't go below, like, channel 11. I'm going, what happened to 2 through 10? Uh, <laughs> I have channels 2 through 10. Why aren't they? And then to find, like, the high-def channels, it's showing them as being, like, channel 1046. I don't. I can't even get up above 999. How in the hell can it be 1046? So I was like, ah, oh, you pissheads. I was going to say bad word, but I'll refrain from using the really bad word I was thinking. Um, but it's just, ah. so I'm still running iOS 9. Point, what was it? 3.5? Mm-hmm. Whatever that last one was that had all those security updates. Yeah, so I, yeah, I'm still running that on my iPad Air 2, and I will be for a while yet. I'm going to wait and see if uh, Xfinity slash Comcast gets their shit together. But I, I, I'm getting used to it, but now I'm also having to help some of my friends. They were waiting for me to get it done before they jumped in. And now some of my friends, my local friends, the ones I see out, you know, you know, every day or every other day, and I'm trying to help them get through it. I had one that was, uh, she was trying to figure out, she couldn't figure out how to dictate or something anymore. And she said, the mic button's gone, the mic button's gone. And I said, what are you talking about? And we went back and forth, and I finally said, you mean this one? Oh, yeah, it's down there, not up there anymore. I said, it's never been up there. It's always been down there. <laughs> oh, okay. <sighs> Unless she's been using Google a lot, that's up in the title bar, or the search bar. But No, she was just trying to use Siri. And speaking of oh. Siri, it has gotten stupid. I don't that's know possible? I- it gotten stupider. I, I was Siri had improved. It was getting better for me. I mean, I complained about this last year when nine point when iOS nine dropped, and it started to improve. It got better. Well, now I'll say I'll I'll hit the button. I'll say Siri, text message, Elisa, and it'll say, okay, what do you want to say? And I'll, before I can get a word out, I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. I was you didn't give me a chance to say anything yet. You know, do you want to send that? No, I don't want to send that. <laughs> It's like, what the frick is going on here, man? So it's it it's, it pissed me off a couple times. I know people have been wondering what it is. I'm riding down the road in the morning screaming and yelling at my phone. <laughs> you know, and people go, that guy's nuts. Let's get him off the road. I just don't think about Siri for some reason. It just never, I just never caught on to it. See, I use Siri a lot because that's how, if somebody, te- again, when you and I have had conversations, if I've been on the road, that's how, and with Mike too, and uh, Melissa too, I'll, I do it that way. That way I'm not looking at my phone. I'm just, you know, texting like that. I'm paying attention to what's going on. It's no more distracting than actually talking on the phone, 
which I do try to avoid as much as I can when I'm driving. Uh, and I don't always have these huge conversations, but there is a group of us that I work with that we try to keep each other up on traffic situations. You know, first one down the road in the morning, oh, be careful when you get to this point on the commute because something's happened and the shoulders, there's a bunch of things, bunch of crap on the shoulder or something like that. So get in the left lane, get in the right lane or, you know, stuff like that. I mean, that's the main use we use going back and forth is to text each other, say, oh, watch out, you know, for this or that or find an alternate route accident you know things like that we have our own little traffic network (laughs) built in because it's way the hell more accurate than anything you can get from ways or um you know anything like that because we'll get the traffic alerts from some of the automated systems and it's like uh yeah that's already clear you might want to think about sending out that text (laughs) alert a little sooner in the process so but yeah and you know like i said i'm getting used to ios 10 they're Again, the idiosyncrasies, I'm, I'm customizing the cards when I forget to, and I swipe left to unlock and I get the stupid little cards thing. I don't care about the freaking news people. I don't, I really don't care. I'm, I know that's terrible, but I just don't give a damn. So I'm trying to clean that up oh. and get that all cleaned it, up. This, I don't know if you can see that. This? Yeah, the news cards. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, the, right there, the top stories. I got rid of that off there and all because yeah, all of a sudden it blew up the beginning of the week with Angelina Jolie and what's-his-face divorcing. I don't give a flying fig if they're divorcing. I don't know these people. They're celebrities. They don't give a damn about me. I don't care about them. So. Well, I was just kind of looking at those widgets a little bit. And, yeah, like I haven't really sat down to play with it a whole lot, but those widgets look handy, and there's the edit button at the bottom. So, yeah, yeah I'll, I think I'm going to take some off. I think I'll take the ones that... Uh, I want to take a quick look at and move them up to the top. That's kind of handy. Uh, something for doing a quick uh, OneNote edition uh, uh, is kind of handy to have. But there's a few other things I want to get to quick. Maybe the calendar, maybe the the radar, because uh, through Weather Underground, it'll put a little radar map up there for you. So uh, stuff like that might be kind of handy. Um, but, you know, we were talking about Siri. I use it basically to dictate reminders or something because uh, – I get a little scatterbrained, so sometimes I tell it to remind me to do something at a specific time so I don't forget, uh, or remind me of appointments or something like that. Or then I uh, sometimes I'll try and dictate in, like if I'm doing text messages, I try to dictate it in, but sometimes it doesn't always understand me. Um, but, yeah, the other features I haven't really got around to using a whole lot yet or even figuring out what they all are, but... Uh, so I think far, you can it, answer a text. You can answer a text from the lock screen. So, Kevin, just send me a text. Just test anything, a text. Because okay. I think you yeah, can think, do it from the lock oh, yeah. screen. Yeah, you can. So if I yeah. do, I'll do this the way I do it. Text message, Elisa. There aren't any unread messages. Great. Siri's <laughs> being stupid. <laughs> text message, Elisa Paselli. What do you want to say to Elisa Paselli? This is a test, and only a test. Ready to send it? Yes. Done. That's how I do it. Came on my iPad. Still waiting for my phone. There we are. So now if I slide to my left... Yep, you can see it. 
view. view. Yep. Yep. It pops open. This is a test. I hit OK. Send. Exit out. And I'm still on my lock screen. Yep. And I got it. So, yeah. So, I never had to open the phone. Yeah. So, you can also look at that as a security issue. Yeah. So I think that's something you can probably turn off. But you can also you could also do that under iOS eight and nine too. It was, they would really, come I never. Yeah, you could. I could. I could. I could reply to text messages. I know on nine. I thought I could on eight. It would pop up, and if I just tap the text message, it would get me a little single line, and I could type in a text a reply. On nine, I can still do it on my iPad. Actually, I'll send you a screenshot to show you what I'm talking about. I can't right now because the iPad's upstairs. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. But this is a little bit more because you could see more of the conversation. That was the problem with iOS nine when you did that in on nine. You could only see like part of the conversation. You couldn't see the whole conversation. This will give you a little bit more of it, so it helps. Because right. I know I do it on the Mac. You know, if you're doing something, you're you know reading Facebook or you know writing writing something, whatever, and a little text will pop up in the upper right-hand corner, you know, how's everything going? You know, you hit reply, fine, boom, gone. And it doesn't open. I have no luck at all with messages on my Mac. (laughs) It doesn't work half the time, so I just finally, I've given up on it for the most part. Yeah, you can go into notifications and turn off show on lock screen if you feel a little insecure. Yeah. You don't want people to see that. You can just turn it right off. Yeah. Well, that's why I try to send some friends poop emojis when I know they're sitting in meetings. <laughs> <laughs> well, and apparently all those, uh, or maybe I need to update uh, to the newest, uh, to Sierra, because I opened up messages here and none of the little special effects that we were sending back and forth to each other work in here. Maybe I have to have the new version of messages, which mm, may. No, I think it's just an nope. iOS thing. I think it's okay. yeah. I think it's iOS only. Yeah. But, so if Kevin sends you fireworks, it's going to say "sent fireworks." Just the words. Yeah, that's yeah. what it did for when I my uh, my cohort in crime that sets actually sends fireworks with me. <laughs> he and I are the ones that go buy the fireworks. My buddy, um, the real stuff. Uh, he he sent it, and before I had upgraded to iOS ten, it got sent with fireworks. That's all I got was a text that said sent with fireworks. Just like you were getting before we showed you, before you dug around in the settings and, and right. found, out, found out what it was there. So, But like I say, I, messages doesn't work on my, it only works occasionally on my Mac, and I just finally got pissed off. And I usually have either my iPad or my iPhone right here with me, so the hell with it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. When, when I get a new Mac at some point, that'll, that'll clear up. But And I do like the way that they're doing... Um notifications on here especially like email or whatever they'll give you the uh the uh subject line who it's from and a few lines so you can kind of see and for some things if i kind of know what it is that's about all i really need to see what's uh uh what's going on so yeah see now i have email turned off because otherwise my phone would just go ballistic during the day it would never stop um it, I, I finally turned all that crap because the notifications that would come through for email because I generally, between work and here, probably get, and it, I'm not talking a whole lot of spam here. I'm talking less than 1% of spam. I probably get on the order of two to maybe 350 emails a day. So 
you know, unfortunately, my job kind of lives around email to some extent. So, and you know, it's just stuff I have to keep up with and all that. The one thing I don't like about mail, though, is the way it groups the messages now. And I'm still trying to find a way to see if I can turn that off. It used to be like if it, if I was a if it was a chain, you know, in other words, there's like like say eight messages mm-hmm. in the chain. I would tap it, it would go over, and I would see all eight messages individually, and I could open them one at a time and read up through the chain if I wanted to. Now it just lumps them all together, so when I tap on it, it opens it, and then I'm trying to figure out, well, the most current one's at the top, but then there's this other, and i got to get it. It's a real pain in the butt. It's just, it's, it's, I don't like the way it works. It, 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 it's like Gmail. It, like, collapses some of it and expands some of it, and it's like, no, let me see it all. I'll deal with it. You, so I'm going to start looking at new mail apps for my phone, uh, other than um, uh, the default app, which I've used for the entire time I've had an iPhone, all the way back to the iPhone 4. So I've looked at Blue Mail. I'm going to look at Outlook for the phone and some other stuff, because the default mail app, the way it does those chains now, or threads, I should say, not chains, is just driving me crazy. But, I mean, you know, it's I'm not always the target audience. I remind myself of that. <laughs> so I I deal with it. I work around it and make it work. I mean, it's just like uh, my my Android phone. I don't like the way Gmail does the messages. It To me, it doesn't make sense. It's not the way I think about email threads. But it wants to do it that way. So I said, screw you. And I, <laughs> and I use, I think I use Outlook on my Android phone. So it, it makes a little more sense to me. But, yeah, I always liked the mail app on iOS, and now not so much. So hmm. I've never noticed any problems. But like you, I don't really use it on my phone. I use it on my iPad. Yeah. Well, see, I get threads. It's not uncommon for me to have a thread, uh, you know, every day to have a thread that might be 10 to 15 messages long. You know, I was I was in a meeting and if something started to happen and I'll get a thread that's 10 or 15 messages long and then I need to catch up on it. And just and it was easy to do the way it was before because I could just start and scroll through and get it all together and say, oh, I know everything that's going on, I'm caught up, moving on. Now it's just it, it expands. It's just a royal mess, in my opinion. So they kind of botched that one, but. So what do you think of being able to share notes? Mm, I don't. I don't really understand the purpose of sharing a note. Which way, now, which way do you mean when you say sharing a note? What are you talking about? In the notes app. Yeah. Okay, so like right now, I can start a new note. Okay, so, so this is a note. And now I'm going to share it with you so that you can collaborate with me. So I'm going to send you a message to Kevin. Okay. And oops. This send? is exciting, folks. We're sitting here staring at our phones. <laughs> we know How this makes it's not sure. sending. Okay, there it is. I just sent it to you. Okay. So now it's so now there's like a little icon of a person with a check mark next to this. So I have this is a note. All right, now I got a long URL link. And it just says that I'm the owner, Kevin Alder is invited. So, back to my home screen. 
And if I get mad at you, I can stop sharing. Retrieving. Open this note in notes. Yeah, open it. Continue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, now I'm in there. Yep, now I have the little people. And I will reply with my ever favorite phrase. And done. Oh, it's, it showed up. WTF. <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation point. Oh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Awesome. <laughs> That's right. No, Wednesday, Tuesday, Friday. Thursday's TH. Well, oh. in this example, it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> there you go. Quit being a nerd. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm trying to find the share menu here. I just, so I, uh, yeah, so I just... I don't get it. I think if we had to share a document like this, we would use Google or Pages. Yes. I don't really understand the point of sharing a note. Well, I could maybe see a husband and wife sharing a shopping list or something like that. Um, or, you know, maybe even... It, well, or sharing yeah, fireworks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only well, purpose I, oh, I might see of this is if I had, say, I don't know, maybe I, want, I was doing a bathroom remodel. I had a bunch of notes on here and like, here, this is what I meant. And I just, you know, shared it with you. But shared it, but this is sharing as in you and I can collaborate as opposed to me just emailing it to you, saying, here, this is right. what I was talking about. Well, uh, you know, the scenario I just thought of was like um, uh, me and the other two custodians between the high school and the elementary. Let's say one of us is going to Watertown and we're going to pick up some stuff at the, uh, the hardware store there. And so we... As we're doing things, we can just add things to the list, and then we can. One of us goes. We have the list. If somebody thinks of something while they're traveling, you can just add it to the list. It'll show up there. Something like that, I could see and understand. Um, I don't know if it's that big a deal or not, but yeah. And, you, and the other thing is, you both have to have iPhones. It won't work with any other phone, obviously. Um, but like I say, I could see a. I won't say it's useless, but I don't know if it's that big a deal yeah i yeah i don't know that's not something i can see myself using a whole lot with again we collaborate in google docs when we're collaborating on the stuff that the four of us work on so yeah i well the, then i see that they went and added uh oh no quit that um you can draw in here now yeah i so can, you can I can. Oh yes, Mike. I can draw little things and send to you. Oh Lord. Well, I I used this. Uh, Notes is really good. I used it when we were remodeling our bathroom, and I would take pictures in the store of vanities and different things that I needed, and put it in a note with the price, and every you know the dimensions and everything that I needed to refer to. So I think it's. I like notes. Oh no, I, I just don't. I use have notes. Yeah, I just don't have a reason to share it with anybody. Yeah, no, that's that. Yeah, that's what I meant. So. Well, well, and I'm like I said, I see that because I don't remember it before, but you can draw on the screen, um, mm -hmm. and I guess yeah. I, um, and uh, yeah, like I said, the using the because uh, I've done it before um, at school where we're working, we go and look at something, and like I say, a classroom where they want to like move something or do something, so I can take a picture, and then I can. Um, you know, like circle, oh, you want this 
uh, bulletin board, moved over here, I can draw an arrow over pointing to there. So, or, you know, make mental notes uh, uh, on things so you can, it, it, you can have visual reminders of things. So, yeah, something like that would actually be somewhat handy because I've done that before with, uh, I think, OneNote or taking a picture and putting it into something else, which is a hassle. If you can just do it in notes along with your shopping list or whatever. Um, oh, Lord, I think Kevin's sending me digital touch message. I hope he doesn't touch me too much. <laughs> uh, well, that's not so bad. Uh, it's a heart. Uh, okay, it's a crude heart with an arrow through it. Yes, Kevin, I love you too, dude. So. Oh, the lips I could have done without. The kissy lips? Yes, Kevin. Okay, we we need to have a talk after the podcast about boundaries and what is proper. And, I thought we'd yeah. figured out we crossed those long time ago. You know what's kind of cool that I just discovered in notes is if you go to your iCloud list, like mine says 166 notes, and there's four boxes in the lower left. If you click on that, it divides your notes into photos and videos, websites and documents. So if you wrote a note that involved a website but you can't remember what you called it, you can just click on show all and it will show all the notes that have a website oh. to make it a little bit easier to find. Now, maybe that's the way it's always was, but I'm just seeing this now. Oh, and I did, uh, for the folks, I think I mentioned it last week on the show, I did not didn't. I did end up buying the uh, Take Control book of iOS 10, and I'm really enjoying the book. Uh, you know, I'm just focusing on like one or two things as I go through iOS 10. And between that and uh, our friend Don McAllister's wonderful screencasts, I'm finding stuff all the time. Like I hadn't figured out about, I was pissed off that I used to be able to swipe up and get to the damn camera to take a quick picture. What the hell is going on? And, oh, swipe to the left. <laughs> that brings <laughs> up the camera. <laughs> So I thought, okay, <laughs> and yeah, then I'm I'm reading it too. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a good book. What I've read through, I've only been through I don't know two three chapters now, but I'm really trying to focus in and get good. That way, I can tell people and explain it to people when they're asking me things. Um, I have it on my iPad, which is handy because I'll have it on my iPad and go, oh, and then I have my phone there, so I'm you know comparing the two together. Exactly. What I'm doing, That's what so. I was doing on the plane down to Florida. I'd have my iPad, I had the phone, and it would say, you know, in this setting, click here, and I'm opening it up and go, oh, yeah. But what you said is I'm writing a review for my Mac for this book. And what you said is something I always recommend with all the Take Control books that I review is don't read it from cover to cover all in one sitting or in two days. Read what you need. You know, if you want to work on mail, Read the section on mail, then walk away. Tomorrow, read the section on iTunes, then walk away. Next day, read the section of Siri and walk away. It's too overwhelming. If you sit there and try to get all this information into your head, you're going to forget it all. Yeah, I've been just focusing on like one thing, mm -hmm. and and uh, I'm not even. You don't even have to read it in any particular order. That's the other nice no. thing I'm finding about with these take control books. Right. Because um, the next thing I will work on is the mail because I want to. I hate to get rid of the mail app because as much as I've heard people malign mail on iOS for as long as iOS has been around, I've always found it to work really great. So, you know, I want to see if I can bend it a little bit to my will, we'll say that, 
you know, and, and keep using it because I hate to go to another mail client, but we'll see. Do you have, if you go into your settings in mail, there's a uh, section for threading, organized by thread, most recent message on top, complete threads. Yeah, do you, I, do you have, I have all that turned on. Okay, I only have complete threads turned on. I took, I, the, I had to turn on most recent on top, and I forget what the other one was I had to turn organized on. Organized by thread. Maybe. Yeah, I, it, it took a while, but it's still not the way I want it. <laughs> you know, again, this, folks, this is, you know, me being a curmudgeon, maybe. But I liked the way it worked before. I do not like the way it works now. So, but yeah, no, I turned yeah the organ the the one on top is the one that I really had to find because that was screwing me up because I started replying to messages out of sequence and people were going, "What the hell are you talking about? Read the rest of the thread." You know, I'm going, "Oh," so <laughs> I'm still sorting through that issue. So, but yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, that I like I said I think that might be the chapter for this week. I did two chapters last week on the lock screen and uh what else did I I forgot the two chapters I worked on last week. So this week I think I'll start out with mail. That'll be my lunchtime entertainment tomorrow. <laughs> Ooh, heady stuff. Yeah. It'll it'll go Or, up. or should should I have said header stuff? <laughs> he made a pun, folks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, before we get down... <laughs> Courtesy laugh. Ah, okay. <laughs> Golf clap. Uh, Mike's got the clap. Anyway, we'll go on. <laughs> Just don't bring up my love goo again. Yeah, uh, that's right. You're, you're in charge of your own love goo, dude. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I think Elisa's going to walk away here. Now. An image right before I go to bed. <laughs> She's going to wake up screaming. Her husband's going to go, what? If I even get to sleep. <laughs> to nightmares that oh start. Uh, so we'll, I think what we'll do is, I did want to mention one other thing this week. Uh, a friend that's a friend of all of ours, uh, Alistair Jenks, uh, known on Twitter as Z-Carge, uh, has published his first iOS app. Uh, and I, God, now I can't remember the name of it because I didn't bring my iPad down. It's this really cool analog-looking clock app. It's very soothing. It has. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to it, folks. It's it's an awesome app. It's got a really cool course with Alistair. It has to have an airplane in it, so it's got a little outline of an airplane in the middle of the clock face. But it's a nice analog sweeping hands clock, and it 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 works with the night shift and all that stuff. And it knows how to dim and brighten and can help. It's very calming for some reason. I'm not really sure why, but the way it is, I turned it on to the uh, green color. I like, I forget what he calls it, Kiwi Green maybe or something because he's from New Zealand. Uh, it's only 99 cents, folks, and Alistair's a great guy, and he's very smart, man. So if you get a chance, go out and have a look at the app, and if you like it, pick a copy of it up. He uses it as a, it's a, it'll dim automatically his itch that he scratched with it. Well, you know, if your phone's plugged in and charging, it'll give you a nice dim clock that's easy to see at night so that you can look at it if you roll um, over and want to look at the clock. Uh, Kevin, yes. name of the app is Night Clock. Thank you. I couldn't remember sure. it. <laughs> well, you're just saying, a nice little clock, you can look at it at night. Well, it's Night, night Clock. clock. <laughs> yeah. It's a great app, so I'll put a link in the show notes, folks, so go over and have a look at that. Uh, 99 cents, well worth the 99 cents. I like clock apps anyway. For a long time, I had like two folders full of clock apps. It was almost as bad as my weather apps. Um, 
because for a long time, the one I had reminded me of my old alarm clock I used to have when I was a kid. Before we had digital clocks, folks, and uh, Mike and Elisa can attest to this, we had those flip clocks where it would flip down the little pieces mm-hmm. as oh it changed time. It were digits, so it was you know like four forty-five, but it would drop the little the little flip things down. So it was really cool. I've still got that clock, <coughs> and Mike just lost a lung. But I mean, other than that, <laughs> other than that, it uh, it's just a cool one. I like clock apps, so and I like clocks too, so. Just I put that out there, and I'll put a link. And uh, congrats to Alistair on getting his first app published in the App Store. Big, big, big congrats. So we'll move on to what we would buy this week. Well, Mike's kind of already spoiled his, but I'll let him talk about it sure. anyway. Well, yeah, I'll just you know uh, we already basically talked about, it, but basic what I picked was a uh, let's see here, where's the uh, okay, an iPhone. 6s plus because yeah i would like the new hotness but like you pointed out last week kevin you can get the 128 um 6s plus for 50 dollars less 20 dollars less than the 7 plus 32 gig 2 gig right and for me it's about storage um and I don't know if there's too many new features on the phone. Yeah, the the camera would be nice. What else? It, the physical things that they add to the phone. Um, I don't recall right off. The camera's but, really the biggest thing that I can think of. Yeah, I think so. And so, and I do like you know taking pictures, but it's not that big. I'd rather take it with you know my camera that I have with me. So the Success Plus uh, SIM free, of course, because like I said, I, have, I go through a contract carrier. Uh, Space Gray and 128 gig. Just because I need the, well, I don't need, but I want the storage so that I have plenty of room. Because uh, I would still, I still like my iPod. I would still keep it, but um, the whole thing with my uh, Bluetooth headset, trying to switch between the phone and the iPod, gets a little problematic. Sometimes the phone just gets dropped, and so if I'm doing something, I don't necessarily hear the phone ring or be able to answer it. So I'm just kind of getting to the point where it'd be nice to have everything on one device and not have to do the the hokey pokey when you're trying to um switch your headset from one to the other and trying to answer a call and this kind of stuff but uh this comes in at like a buck under what you suggested but if you know uh you throw in you know shipping and handling or you know i don't know if apple care throw in apple care well, see, I was thinking about that, but I mean, I never had Apple Care on my phone, and I've never had a reason. And like I say, I, I'm a custodian. I work around tools and dust and dirt and um, drop things. Or you know, well, I try not to drop things, but you know, the higher likelihood of me doing something to my phone than, like, say, some businessman. And uh, this phone is, you know, getting close to four years old, and I have I've dropped it a few times, but it was minor stuff. I've never broken, ne- never did anything bad with it, so. I don't know if I would need Apple Care. Uh, I you know we'll let you slide since it's what a dollar or sure. so less. So we'll, sure, we'll let you, we'll give you a Melissa pass on that. Well, I'll buy a case for how's that song? There, there you go. go. Buy a I'll, case. Always protect. You know, always wear protection. Um, yes, it. Get, <laughs> you need protection with that love goo. <laughs> yes, you, there you go. Well, and like Melissa has for, sunk to our level now. <laughs> I've always been Hello. Well, welcome to the ground level. Uh, welcome to the curb. Uh, 
but no, and like I said, a, a case, I do, uh, every device I buy, I always buy a, a cover or a case or something for it, uh, just to protect it, because, you know, the stuff I do, it's just, if I throw up my back, uh, throw my, one of my tablets in my backpack or something, I don't want it getting, you know, scratched or whatever, so, um, yeah, well, I'll find a nice case and put on there, so. Okay, uh, very good, so, so, so Mike has told us, Elisa, what did you, I, I'm interested to hear, I think I know what your pick is, but I'm interested to hear how you describe it. Did I write it down? Yes, you put it in the show notes. <laughs> oh. Okay. Let me see. And, I and here you... Okay. As I think people know, I'm a huge Red Sox fan, and as of today, they have won 11 in a row. This is unheard of. 11 in a row. So what I would love to be able to do is next Sunday is the final game of the regular series for everybody. And then starting on Tuesday, October 4th, is when the playoffs start. So what I would love is to be sitting on the Green Monster next week. for the. Not only is it the final game of the, of the, series, of the season, but it's the last game David Ortiz is going to play in before the, before the playoffs begin. So... They're playing the Blue Jays, Toronto Blue Jays, at 3.05 next Sunday, sitting in the first row of the Green Monster in the far left or the far right section is $425 a ticket. Times two would be $850. We've sat in those sections uh, earlier this year. My husband and I didn't pay that much money, but Green (laughs) Monster tickets are a lot. And... That would be that, and those are the cheaper ones. If I wanted the most expensive, it would be row one between sections three and nine, which is like the center of the green monster. Uh-huh. Those are five hundred. That doesn't include the shipping and the fees and all that other good Taxes. stuff. That's just that's just the ticket. Wow! But man, and, and I checked; they're sold out. Well, maybe you should uh, stand outside with a sign saying "Whatever will." Pay whatever for ticket. Try to buy them from a scalper. Well, at that time, I'll be on a cruise ship. So that's going to be a little tougher. That's going to be tough, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, the last game of the season, I'm not going to see it. And nor am I going to see the first couple games of the playoffs. So I'm hoping that they have it on the big screen outside. Oh. <laughs> well, well, we'll wish you luck and hope it all goes well. So and 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 enjoy your cruise. So yeah, and I'm not going to know because I'm not going to be. My phone is going to be in airplane mode, so I'm not going to know what's going on on the outside world till I get back the following Sunday. Wow! Tune in, turn out, turn on, whatever the old saying was. That's what happened. I mean, on a cruise, they have TVs around. A lot of times, it's either ESPN because they're playing some sort of we you know whatever sports is is going on at that time. Or they'll have CNN, so you'll hear about what's going on in the world. Actually, one year when we went on a cruise, it was in January. I forget exactly when, but we had the TV, we had a cruise ship that had the TV screen outside by the Lido deck where the pool is, and they usually show movies and things like that. Well, this time they showed a college football game, which was I forget what they're called. It was like some sort of bowl, bowl. game. Yeah, it was some sort of bowl game. I want to say it was between. Might have been between Oregon and Auburn or Alabama or something because mm-hmm. all these people are sitting around and they have on the colors. School colors. Yeah, they were all sitting around and we were sitting there under blankets having popcorn. My husband was watching. It's like, I hate football, but I'm like, hey, this is cool. Sat mm-hmm. out. You know, it's like, 
I'm floating on the ocean, watching a football game, eating popcorn. This is cool. Yeah, you know, kind of surreal that yeah. you can do something like that. So. Yeah. So if I was home and was able to uh, to go to Boston, that's what I'd love to do: sit on the Green Monster for the last game. Uh, remember to make sure that when you get on the the cruise ship, to check your vest for Wi-Fi. Make sure it is Wi-Fi and it, your life vest. So sadly, it's not. Oh dear. We can. I'll send you some antennas. We'll hook you up. <laughs> this is our thirteenth cruise, and I wish. I mean, I could pay for Wi-Fi on the cruise, but like at the prices that they're suggesting, it's like no. But they have different packages. They do have packages if you just want social media. So if all you want to do is get on Facebook, Twitter, I think it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, possibly YouTube, but I could be wrong on that. But if you just want to post to social media, you pay one price. If you want access to the internet, it's a different price. And then they have a different price if you want all your devices. So if you bring your computer, your iPad, your phone, or if there's, you know, you and your husband, you know, you and your spouse both have iPhones and you both want to get online. It's like, I'm not paying 20 bucks a day. Ouch. To, or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. It's some, some ridiculous price. Some places, like Carnival does it by the minutes. You can buy 500 minutes. You can buy an hour. Naturally, the more you pay, the more you buy, the less you pay per minute. Right. For Royal Caribbean, which is what we're taking, I think you're paying by the day. Yeah. Or by the device or something. Because I just kind of like glanced at the price and said, next. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think a couple of the ports were going to as free Wi-Fi. So I'll, I'll, I'll see what happens. We'll be in Cozumel. I'll be going, I'm in Cozumel now. <laughs> then you can send fireworks. And <laughs> right. I can send you fireworks from Cozumel. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, well, good. I, I'm sorry that you'll miss it. And I wish you could be there because I know how much of a baseball fan you are. Uh, and I'm not, but that, <laughs> but I I do like to see people enjoy the things that they love. So I hope all goes well, and ho- hopefully maybe you'll get to, maybe you'll maybe you'll be able to buy uh, uh, World Series tickets and go there to see the World Series. Oh yeah, like that's gonna happen. Keep the that's, faith. Keep. I'll the be faith. watch. I'll be watching it. I told my husband tonight I'm not buying. They 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 come out with wild card T shirts. You know, I made the wild card. No, or you win the American League East or the American League what? No, I want the American League Championship T shirt and the World Series Championship T shirt. There you go. It's been it's been three years. We're overdue. There you go. Well, keep the faith. That's all I'll say. Is keep the faith, young lady. Mm-hmm. So my pick this week is for something that's very seasonal. Um, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately. It's fortunate. My yard is full of a lot of large trees. And as we move into the lovely season of fall, as the weather cools off, the trees seem to want to shed their leaves. And my neighbor's trees seem to want to shed their leaves into my yard. Because I don't think half my neighbors decide to rake their leaves, so they blow into my yard. Because when we get done raking leaves, we usually have a pile that's about three to three and a half feet tall by 80 feet long. When we get it all raked down towards the backyard, and then we throw it over the fence into the woods because, hey, that's where they would have blown anyway if I didn't have a fence there. So to make that job a little bit easier, because I hate raking, it's because I, I get it all raked. Oh, I missed some, so then I go back and I, it's like I can't get it raked enough. I can't get it raked enough. I chose a lawn vac, which will actually looks kind of like a lawnmower, folks. Uh, hmm. Links in the show notes if Elise and Mike want to see it. 
Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It kind of looks like mm-hmm. a lawnmower, but it's actually a lawn vac. And it not only does it suck up the leaves, but then it mulches them. So you get a nice little fine, you don't have as the great big leaves. Because we get some, I've got oak, I've got walnut, I've got maple, I've got all this stuff. So I've got some big ass leaves that come down the yard. But this just sucks it all up and would make a nice mulch that I can just dump over the fence into the into the woods and it would be perfect. So I've been wanting one of these and the price dropped down on it and it dropped way down because and they get a lot fancier. I this one's seven hundred and fifty two dollars. It's a Troy built, which generally means it's made by MTD. You can get the ones that even have the disconnected piece where you can take off and go around and vacuum up right around the house, like you know, between the shed and the house or something like that if you've got places where this thing can't get to. Or, you know, like behind deck rails or, you know, whatever like that. So, I mean, it's basically a, a it, it is, it's called a lawn vac. Um, and the thing's just really cool. So, I, I'm being more seasonal. Mike picked his, uh, the lovely, lovely, beautiful <laughs> snowblower a few weeks ago. Yeah. Well, and we used, uh, in Troy Built, we used to have a uh, Troy, Bo- Troy Built rototiller. And we used that thing a lot. And we also had a Troy Built, um, it was a uh, shredder vac. It was the kind that you could, uh, uh, or chipper vac is what it was. Uh, you could chip up wood. Uh, so we used it to, well, originally we had bought it because uh, we were on the farm. We had sheep. And instead of uh, getting straw, I was going to try and shred newspaper with this thing for bedding for the sheep. It sounded good until I realized that if the paper gets damp, it doesn't shred worth a crap. And it's kind of hard to feed it through there. So it was a good idea. It went wrong. But we had it around. Eventually, we you know we sold it. Uh, when we moved off the farm, but uh, that was a nice outfit, and that was that had the big thing that you could rake the leaves up into, and it would uh, shred them, or it had a little thing on the side, and I shredded up to about a three inch uh, uh, diameter uh, branch through there, so it'll take a fair amount of stuff, and it ran pretty good. Yeah, this says it's a chipper uh, shredder, but I don't, right. I don't know, I don't think I'd want to run anything huge through this. Um, again, I'm more interested in just picking up the sticks and the, the little sticks oh. and the. And all the volume of leaves that that I mean again I, this is a huge pile of leaves and throwing them over the fence well, and all that so well I saw a, a shred a tripper and I'm thought where well then I I look at this other photo here and there's this tiny little tube that sticks out so so it'd be good for if you wanted to chop up some twigs or something that's not you know, not very big but yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's not gonna it's not gonna chip no. much up um, and this one has the vac attachment too so I could go along the house and you know, in the flower beds and stuff and, and, and suck out shit and stuff like that from behind flower boxes or something like that. But uh, my wife has actually endorsed me getting one of these as soon as I build a shed, which I haven't gotten around to yet. <laughs> so you can vacuum okay. around it. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we, we want a shed too, so maybe we'll just have to get together and build each other's sheds. Yeah. We'll have an old-fashioned uh, barn raising or shed raising or something like that. We'll just have to get our shed together. <laughs> uh, but I'm bump. There we go. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, a, you had a, you had your pun. I I had my pun. So I guess we're we've been punished for the day. And we've been punished. This is true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go to bed now. <laughs> Lisa's out. Or gets any deeper. <laughs> Lisa's out. So with with that, we will we will get ready to sign off. Uh, we'll start around the room here and let you know where you can find out, Elisa. Even though you'll be cruising the Caribbean and sailing the seven seas and doing your 
eating like every meal is my last. Yeah, there you go. Where can they find out more about you so when you return to civilization? Unhappy. Um, (laughs) On Twitter, it's at Sensei Dai, and I do a podcast with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes called Three Geeky Ladies. Yes, folks, go have a listen to that if you haven't. I just listened to... Um, the one with you and uh, Vicky talking about uh, the annou- Apple announcements, which was the most recent one I had in my feed. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, we're supposed to be recording this Friday, which is going to be interesting because, like, I'm leaving Sunday and yeah, got a pack and other stuff going on. It's a busy week. Yep. So, and Michael, where can people find out more about you if they would care to after your love goo has spread itself around? <laughs> oh, jeez, uh, God if forbid! That still, if that still hasn't put you people off. Uh, and if it hasn't, God help you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and uh, I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak, that's M-C-P-E-E-K. And uh, we're, uh, summer's over, uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk is getting ahead of steam up again. We did, um, we've done Predestination, and I think we did one other uh, movie before that. Uh, this week we're going to do Mars Attacks. Um <laughs> I've yeah, well, yeah. Well, it was one of those things when Target was trying to get their uh, online movie service off the ground. They gave you ten free movies. That was one of my free movies. So I guess I'll finally get a use out of that thing. But anyway, uh, so if you want to check that out, we're over at SciFiTechTalk dot com. Yes, go have a listen, folks. It's always enjoyable. Folks, if you want to find out more about me, you can always find my ramblings and musings on Twitter at twitter dot com forward slash big underscore in underscore va. Or if you go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Albert, links back to there as well as some other things. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you this week, especially the fact that we were sitting there using our iOS devices and you all were just listening going, what the fuck? So, <laughs> but, you know, that's the way it goes some weeks, folks. So thank you again for listening. Leave us reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. If you go over to geekiestshowever.com, you can send us some feedback if you want. So folks, thank you again. And remember, if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Curious about Nintendo? Well, check out the Nintendo Club podcast. This podcast is done twice a week. We dive into all things Nintendo. We dive into retro. We dive into current games, what we're playing, what cool Nintendo news is going on. Check it out here at the Spotlight Network, the Nintendo Club podcast. We broadcast this live out every Sunday evening starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Check out the NintendoClubPodcast.com website for more information.